Hello and welcome to the Healthy Entrepreneur Club podcast. A healthy entrepreneur is someone who achieves business success whilst prioritising their physical and mental well-being. In other words, they understand the healthy hustle. They possess the ability to effectively manage their business operations, make strategic decisions and nurture their personal health and brand for sustainable growth and long-term success. Okay, here we go. Hello, everyone. It is great to be back. It's been a little while since we've done a podcast uh, here on the Healthy Entrepreneur Club podcast. Uh, if you've listened to one of the podcasts where we were talking about traveling, you know that we've had uh, the summer off, the 2023 summer off. We traveled back to England um, from our home in Dubai. Um, so we've done not too many podcasts in the last month or so, but we still had some great guests going out live. So if you haven't listened to them, we've had uh, Karina Gutz, who was talking about understanding how to approach business abroad. She's incredible. There's a lot of uh, amazing stuff in there. If you're thinking about moving abroad or you do do business abroad or you're just thinking about changing your life up, a great episode to listen to. The next one we had was Sam Winsbury. He did a personal branding masterclass. So Sam runs one of the UK's leading personal branding uh, agencies in London. And we actually recorded that episode in his Fleet Street studio. In London, so that was a fantastic episode. That's done really, really well. A lot of people listening to that one. And then last week we had the power of health in your business with Lauren Tickner. Many of you m- might know Lauren Tickner. So she came, became a millionaire at 23. Uh, she's been on the stage with the same with the likes of you know, Gary V. Uh, she's interviewed interviewed Grant Cardone, uh, and she's been mentored by the Hormozy. So again, a fantastic episode with some great recommendations in there for her actually. Um, and some extra sort of show notes in, uh, from all three of the people actually I've just mentioned. Some extra show notes and tips and tricks, which are all inside the Health Entrepreneur Club membership uh, for, our, uh, for our members to look at and get some more insight from behind the scenes. In this episode, I really wanted to uh, talk about something, a mindset that I have been using for the last couple of years. And it's really about, uh, you know, how to become more powerful without putting people down. So how can you get ahead without hurting other people. And the way that I've done this really is by keeping your eyes on your own piece of paper. It's so easy to look around and to gossip about other people, to, to judge their choices, their decisions, their businesses, their bodies, their relationships. It's so easy to look at someone else and distract yourself by thinking about them. And what we actually do is we understand that we're, we're, just, we're just wasting time. We're procrastinating. There's no need to be doing it. And if you think about it in a positive spin, you could just say that person is doing something different to you. They're going down a different path and they are literally testing that option for you. You can always change to what they're doing later on if you know what they're doing works better. So I wanted to go through a few areas that I think are worth thinking about if this relates to you. you know, If you want to change your mindset to focus on building yourself, your business, your health without putting others down. And the first thing I want to talk, talk about is the power of self-reflection. This is one of the sort of the fundamentals that we really talk about in the Healthy Entrepreneur Club with our members is the power of self-reflection. So think about how often do you look back at yourself in the mirror? You know, your entrepreneurial image really is literally portraying you as a person. So whatever you put out on LinkedIn or in podcasts or when people see you out and about, literally everything portrays you, what you stand for, your values. Right. So people are judging you based on that. How often do you think about yourself? So forget everyone else. Just reflect and think about everything that you've done, the good and the bad. So the good can hopefully 
be easy for some of us, right? Some people will say, you know, I've done this really well today. I've, done, I've lifted someone up. I've built their confidence here. I've, I've done really well with the team today. I've really helped my client today. You know, I've been really productive. I've got my, my movement in. I've walked. I've been to the gym. I've swum. But also thinking about the negatives, right? Just change this into your mind and understand that this is so powerful in your mindset. Think about the negatives you've done. So could you have done better today in terms of your time management? Did you snap at someone? Did you blame someone for something? Did you put your, your exercise to the last piece of the day and not, try, not quite get it in? Did you misprioritize your day? You know, thinking about yourself and balancing everything is an incredible mindset trick. One of the easiest things to do this, and Antonia has been doing this for, I think, four years. She writes a line a day. So before she goes to bed, she'll open up a book and she'll write down a line of that day. You know, it could be anything. It could just say um, something really simple, but it could be quite detailed in something that she's done right or wrong. And she'll just put the highlight into the book and she's reflecting on every single day. So now she can look back at last year, the year before, the year before, and have a real progression chart of what she's achieved. And it's incredible for the mindset to realize that when you were back there three, four years ago, you, know, you probably think that what you're doing right now would be incredible. So having that shift and those small wins and that reflection will improve your mindset. And the mindset we know, along with movement, is a fundamental towards making more money. So the next thing I want to talk about is overcoming comparison syndrome. So you may have heard the saying, comparison is the thief of joy. And that is something that I literally live my life by now. So in the past, I think we've all been guilty of comparing whatever you've got to someone else. So the grass is always greener. You know, we lived in England. We wanted to live somewhere hot. We came to Dubai. We live in Dubai. It's really hot. We want to live somewhere where it's cold and rainy. England. You constantly compare things to something else. And it's even more present when you're thinking about people. So, you know, I've got this podcast. Uh, it does this many uh, views or downloads a week, whatever. Someone else, you know, one of my friends might have a big, bigger podcast with better guests in a nicer studio. If I compare myself directly to them, and I'm not thinking about my own strategy of why I'm doing this and how it's working, it'll be very easy to go down the wrong route and just think, I'm not, there's no point. You know, I might as well stop. I might as well not do this anymore because there's so many pitfalls of constantly comparing yourself to others. And ultimately, you'll never find that freedom to grow in yourself and be happy if you cannot come up, get over that comparison. And it's really hard for entrepreneurs to do this because we're constantly looking at other people's businesses and trying to think, oh, they've done really well on their impressions this week or their personal brand starting to look really hot and they've got you know, some amazing clients coming in. You've got to remember that people are grinding on this all the time. They're making their own decisions and more likely than not, the person doing better than you has got their eyes on their own piece of paper. They're not comparing to anyone. They're learning from others. But they're not comparing. Let that other person lead that path and learn from them. Don't judge don't bring them down. Don't compare yourself to people. Just keep yourself going and build that consistency. And from that, we can really talk about embracing failures. So we're all going to have failures. And actually, the best entrepreneurs fail fast and learn quick, right? So if you're going to do something, if you're going to put an MVP out there, if you're going to try a new newsletter, if you're going to try a new social media strategy, launch a podcast, do something you know, quick. Get the, get the MVP out there and fail fast so you can learn quick. We don't learn as much from winning as we do from losing. We can learn, a, we can learn in massive chunks from losing, innovating, creating iterative, iterative change, moving on. It's wrong to say that we don't learn anything from winning because we, we absolutely can. You know, if, for example, if you're on social media and you, have, you are getting you know, thousands of 
of views per reel and it's only going one way, you can learn from that. You're winning and you can learn what's going on, what's going right. And you can, you can teach others. You're winning. You can learn from that. But embracing your failure on that path is really important. Making sure that what's, you don't just neglect what's going wrong. So if you've got a team member who's not interested in, in working hard for you or they're not, you know, they're not coming in on time or they're not, um, you know, they're resenting you, it's important that we embrace our failure. We don't just blame that person. We really, the best way to drive a business is to create a no-blame culture. And that comes from the top. So embrace your own failures, learn, implement. And then I think we can, t- we can talk really about the art of goal setting. This is, this is literally the first thing we do when someone becomes a member of the Health Entrepreneur Club. When you get inside that membership and you see all the, the, uh, the value in there, the, t- the people in there that are learning, that are talking about how much money they've made, you know, the different strides they're making forward, the first thing we'll talk to you about is the art of goal setting. And actually, if we do a personal development plan with someone, we will start with a 10-year goal. We'll then break it down into a one-year goal. So what can you do in the next year to get you towards your 10-year goal? And then what can you do in the next three months to get you towards your one-year goal? And we'll look at things like uh, personal uh, and professional and business growth and actually, hopefully, health growth in there as well because obviously, as a healthy entrepreneur, we understand that health and movement is the fundamental starting point to changing that mindset. Mindset, And if we can change your mindset and give you strategies and give you tools to grow your business, it's, only, it's, it's inevitable that you're going to succeed. But we start with movement. We start with goal setting. And really, that's all you need to know. Go for, the, go for the 10 years, go for the one year, go for the three months. You can always build up. So you could add a five-year in there. You could add a moonshot, which would be you know, 10 years plus, and really make it a high-achieving goal. So you know, if you make 10K a month now, make that a million a month. Make it massive. Make it a moonshot that almost feels unachievable, but you're only a few steps away from it happening if you can get it all right. And then... As part of this, I think, you know, part of this mindset shift that we're talking about, it's, it's cultivating resilience. So it's on you to decide what your future, your ideal future looks like. And cultivating that resilience is, I guess, coming, coming on from the point around um, comparison syndrome, right? So we're talking about not judging other people, not looking at other people, just keeping our eyes down on our piece of paper, taking our own exam, you know, our own exam of life. And how can we cultivate that resilience? Well, it's by challenging ourselves to do just that and to keep our eyes down and to keep going towards our strategy. I've done a podcast before about it's only 25% strategy. You know, a lot of this is movement. A lot of this is mindset. Then it's strategy. And then it's implementing and surrounding yourself in a community of people that are really resilient and are really going forward with action and having success. And if you see that success, you can get that mindset to shift and you don't drop that health, you don't drop that movement, you are only going to go one way. And it's really that entrepreneurial journey of consistency to help you persevere despite external judgments and setbacks that we're after. And if we can stop you, you can stop yourself judging other people or looking at their setbacks or thinking about what they're doing wrong and critiquing, hopefully they'll do the same to you. They won't start thinking about you. Don't let people thinking about you or talking about you be an issue. We are looking at resilience in terms of how can we stay on our own path without other people interfering and from that you can then think okay we're not going to judge other people hopefully they're not going to critique us as much if they do we're not going to care because we're focused then we can think about networking so networking is a big part of business but we need to be doing it with purpose right so we need to be doing something that is actually going to drive us forward 
So building relationships. Relationships are a big part of the entrepreneurial journey. Uh, mindset when you go into relationship is massive because if you go in there selling, you go in there you know, not interested in what they're doing, it's not going to work straight away. Networking won't work. So you've got to stay true to your own vision. You've got to go in there knowing what your value is, knowing what you're going to get out of it, but knowing that you're going to stay true to your own vision and not get swayed by others' agendas. So it's really easy for people to try and copy other people's business ideas. Or if someone's there saying, oh yeah, I get this many uh, views on LinkedIn every week. You start thinking about LinkedIn. You start judging them for their LinkedIn and what they're doing. You start copying their LinkedIn. You start to lose your own voice, which people were following you for. They were buying from you because of. It's really important to think about your own purpose, have that mission and that purpose and that bigger impact in your own business, in your own life, and not let yourself get swayed by other people. And the easiest way to do that is that when you go networking, before you go, just reiterate to yourself in the car or on the commute, the per your own purpose, what you are trying to achieve, and potentially what you're going to try and get out of that networking. A lot of people will like, me, for example, I go to networking without an agenda because I don't want to go there thinking, you know, I'm going to try and meet this person or I'm going to try and buy that or sell this. I just go there to try and build relationships. Hopefully I can give value. So on the way there, think of your purpose, stick to your vision. And then when you come away, write down the numbers of people you like. You know, I use the, the left and right uh, pocket technique that if you listen to the Phil Bedford episode about networking, he talks about. So you get a, a business card, and obviously you've got to be subtle about this because now I've said it out loud. If you if it's someone that you think you're going to be connected with, put it in your right pocket. If it's someone you don't think it has anything in common with you or the business is not something you want to work with, left pocket. Use these kind of things to try and keep networking uh, as beneficial as possible. And it just helps with your mindset. All of us here, obviously, we're talking about mindset and trying to keep ourselves accountable to ourselves without judging other people or allowing them and their actions to sway our own agenda. And as part of that, I think we should touch on time management. So time management strategies that can help entrepreneurs stay focused on their tasks, priorities, and minimize distractions uh, or external, external sources um, are really helpful in trying to keep our eyes on our own piece of paper, you know, become more powerful without putting people down and the reason that time management is important is because you can utilize your time effectively. You know, we talk about building a healthy hustle week out. So that's not cre creating a week where you are so busy, you have no time to do anything. It's really building uh, healthy activities and money-making activities and nurturing activities into your day. So to do that, we have to look at time management. So we can use things like Pomodoro timers. We can use tools like Notion and creating literally a healthy hustle template like our members do within the within the membership it's really talking about how we can keep our own time um, super valuable so you'll have heard if you listen to the lauren tickner episode lauren will charge for a sales call right so if you want to have a sales call with her because you're interested in buying from impact school she will charge you a hundred dollars for that call because people don't turn up therefore they don't have good time management they're not showing discipline they're not showing respect for her time and therefore she doesn't want to work with you, but she's at least got $100 from you. If you choose to work with her, then it's refunded. It's a deposit. And what it does is really hold you accountable. So you can see how important time management is for people and showing the value of our own time. So for example, if someone is more than 10 minutes late to a meeting with me, I won't stay on the call. I'll send them an email and say, I'm really sorry you missed this call. Um, I'm claiming back these 20 minutes because you know you can't just sit there all day and wait. And that is, that's something that I think you have to learn 
You know, you've got to learn to value your own thing. I'm keeping my eyes on my piece of paper to drive my business forward. You know, I, I don't want to wait around for people all the time if they're going to, if they're going to be more than ten minutes late because in ten minutes you've got time to tell someone you're going to be late or that you've forgotten or something. You know, putting the value on your own time helps you in the mindset of I'm doing this to achieve this. I'm not worrying about other people thinking about me. And this all sort of comes along to maintaining or growing that growth or abundance mindset. And this is really what we are trying to achieve. Starting with movement, forgetting what other people are trying to, are trying to judge us for, or are judging us for, or critiquing us for, and understanding that we have a bigger, um, a bigger mission. We are driving towards something that we know can have massive impact on people we want to work with. And really making sure that we can fix our mindset to growth instead of scarcity, seeing everyone as threats, worrying about other people, not seeing the value that we've already got or have delivered or have built. It's negating that imposter syndrome, making sure that we understand that our mindset is correct. And this, is, this is something that's really big for me. I think if I let myself get into imposter syndrome, if I let myself um, you know, worry about other people, worry about what uh, is going on, it slows me down. It's a, real, uh, it's a real barrier in my life. So what I do is I try to maintain that growth mindset. And I more often than not do. I understand. I know the impact I'm going to have. I know the impact that we are having on people. I know that the people that we are working with, they are moving more. They are healthier. They've got an incredible mindset themselves. They're growing that abundance mindset. They are in a community of people that are all growing. They're all posting their small wins. They're then going on to bigger uh, programs and, and things that are literally changing their business day by day. We are planting trees as part of every transaction that comes through the health entrepreneur. I believe that the impact we are having now is already fantastic. And the growth mindset that I have from it allows me to drive forward. And you can do exactly the same. Look at what you are doing. Look at the mountain of value that you are already working on or towards what you have done and where you're going and find that unique path. So discover that unique entrepreneurial path that you are, you are on. Think of the benefits of staying authentic to your vision. Right? Don't imitate other people. Stay authentic. Tell your story of how you got to where you are. Talk about what you're doing now because of that story, what service or product you're delivering because of that story, how it's going to benefit someone, and then stick to that story because it, it will work. You know, you're, just be, you're just about to break through that next level. And even people that, you know, we work with millionaires sometimes, and even they will have that mindset of, oh, I've not done well enough. Because they can't see what they've done, you know. Stick to that story. Understand what you've done. And don't imitate others. Keep your eyes on your piece of paper. And you can become powerful, powerful without putting other people down. I really hope that was, that was an interesting episode. There's loads more to come. We're guaranteeing back to three episodes a week. Um, so if you haven't listened to those episodes before, those three I mentioned over the summer, Karina, uh, Sam and Lauren, go back and listen to them. Drop a like rating, you know, go and give us a review. It'd be super helpful on uh, on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, um, and we'll catch you in the next one. Thank you for listening.